Welcome to 7-Minute Torah. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. Here's how this podcast works. Each week we begin with about 7 to 10 minutes on the weekly parsha, hence the name 7-Minute Torah. You'll either hear me, or you'll hear me in conversation with a Jewish thought leader. After that, if you want to stick around, we often continue with a bonus interview where we talk about all things Jewish. All right, welcome. Thanks for tuning in this week to 7-Minute Torah. This week we're reading from Parshat Lech Lecha, and where the first two Parshiot in the Torah had told what you might call the human story, the story of creation, Adam and Eve, and Noah, we now narrow our focus to tell the Jewish story. The words Lech Lecha mean go, go forth, because the Parsha begins with God calling to Abraham to go forth. Lech lecha me'artzecha umimoladetcha umibetavicha el ha'aretz asher areka. Go forth from your land, from the place where you were born, and from your father's house to the land that I will show you. Those words, that call, becomes the beginning of the Jewish journey. Abraham and Sarah, or Avram and Sarai as they're called, so far in the Torah, make their way from Mesopotamia, from Haran, which is the place where they've been living, which is in sort of Syria, Turkey. They make their way to the land of Israel. Of course, it's not called the land of Israel yet. Israel will be the grandson of Abraham, also known as Jacob. At this time, it's known as Eretz Canaan, the land of Canaan. And we're told at one point in this parsha that Haknani Azba'aretz, the Canaanites were then in the land. When Avram and Sarai get there, they enter into a brit, a covenant with God, in which God promises to assign this land to their offspring. Of course, they don't have any offspring yet. That'll be next week's Torah portion. But already what we can see is that some of the very important elements of what will become Judaism are falling into place here, specifically connection with the land of Israel and the sense of peoplehood, the sense that the Jewish people are connected to one another by virtue of being the descendants of Abraham, either literally, as the Torah implies, or spiritually or even mythologically descendants. And one of the first lessons we see in this Parsha, or more specifically in the rabbinic commentaries to the Parsha, is specifically about that sense of peoplehood and community. I'm reading here from almost the beginning of the Parsha. This is Genesis chapter 12, verse 5. After God commands Abram and Sarai to go to Lech Lecha, it says that Avram took his wife Sarai and his nephew Lot and kol rechusham rachashu, all of the wealth and property that they had amassed, and hanefesh asher asu. Literally, it means the souls that they had made. So the commentators want to understand what does this mean, souls that they had made. And they look at the Hebrew. The word nefesh literally means a soul, but it's often used to refer to an individual, a person. We would say this in English as well if we said something like, all the souls in that place, meaning all the people that are present. The word asu means literally to make, as in ose shalom, the one who makes peace. 
but it could also be understood to mean something like to amass or to gain. So we might understand this verse to mean that they took with them all of the individuals that they had amassed within their household. And the commentator Ibn Ezra says that these are the servants that Abraham and Sarah had had born into their household. But some of the other commentators are not satisfied with that answer. They want it to be something deeper. Rashi says that the souls literally refer here to souls. What does it mean for Abraham and Sarah to have made souls? Well, Rashi says it meant that they were hichnisan tachat They were bringing people underneath the wings of the divine presence. In other words, Abraham and Sarah were teaching Judaism. They were bringing people close to their philosophy, to their way of understanding the world, close to God, if you will, and close to the way of life that they were espousing, and that in so doing, they were counted as having made the souls of these people. And even if we're not so into this soul-making explanation that sounds a bit proselytizing, we might still understand this phrase to refer to the people that they had gathered together to form a like-minded community. In other words, Abraham and Sarah weren't just moving alone to a new country. They weren't even just moving with their family. I mean, they didn't even have children yet at this point. Abraham and Sarah were in the business of community building. Elsewhere, the rabbis tell a similar story. In a commentary on Pirkei Avot, in the Midrash on the Book of Psalms, they say that Abraham and Sarah's tent was open on all four sides, so that they could always see the area around them. And if they saw someone traveling, someone coming their way, they could run out, welcome them in, be hospitable, and begin to form a relationship, begin to form a community. So that in the Jewish tradition, Abraham and Sarah become a kind of an archetype for the value of hachnasat orchim, the value of hospitality or welcoming the stranger. And we can see, as we read the opening words of this week's Parsha through rabbinic eyes, that as far as the rabbis are concerned, Judaism has never been only about God. It's never been only about believing the right things or praying in the right ways or performing the right rituals. It's always been about community and about relationships. For as long as Judaism has existed, which is to say going all the way back to Abraham and Sarah, community has sat at the very center of Judaism. That's an important reminder, especially during these COVID times. Some of our synagogues right now are operating virtually, some are operating in person, some are moving from in person back to virtually, depending on what's going on in your particular area. One of the lessons of this Parsha is that part of being Jewish is about building community, even in these hard times. It means reaching out to each other, it means offering support, it means bringing one another, tachat kanfei bringing each other underneath the wings of the Divine Presence, to use Rashi's language. That doesn't have to mean proselytizing, it doesn't have to mean trying to convince others to believe the things we believe. It can simply mean the ways that we are there for each other. Because those kinds of acts lead to relationships, and relationships lead to communities. And as this week's Parsha tells us, that might be the most important thing there is. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Hey there, Rabbi Micah Streifer here. I want to invite you to continue the conversation in our new Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search 7-Minute Torah Listen and Discuss. Then you can join the group 
and join the conversation. See you there. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.